Dave, it's yep. all right people share, but let's try to, again, let's try to keep a theme and maybe share yep. about the problem from the solution. Okay. You know, things like that. So, okay. uh, because the point is, isn't to be right about this, is to see how, when it applies, does it allow a traveling lighter that has really obviously nothing to do with you? Yeah. And so yep. you have a living experience or a sense feltness of that statement on page 84 that uh, without any thought or effort, this is going to happen with, to you. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's what, that's why it's a living book. It can, it can trigger or a statement in the book can be aligned with a sense feltness. You know, you've actually had the effects they're trying to describe. Yeah. Okay. It's not about, you know, being an army. It's just about feeling a freedom from the bondage of self. Yeah, I mean, it's not a, that's the whole premise. It's sort of, I felt like when I came into AA, uh, we recognized uh, the manifestations of how self defeated us. We didn't recognize the, the, the machinations of self, yeah? How that seems to uh, become a new norm that very rarely gets investigated and will investigate its manifestations up the wazoo and try to learn why fear is happening and all this and why I have so many resentments because we're not, the clarity sh will show you why and then it'll give you a, once you see your role in things, the things you have a role in will change, yeah? And we have roles in resentment and anxiety and stuff like that. It's not like it's being imposed upon us. In a way it is, but we have to wait. We, there's a clarity or, a, or an aspect of us that's going unnoticed or like they said, that unsuspecting inner resource, which is we are that which we hope to become. We are a spirit, yeah? We are not a thing. There's something moves through all of us that because it's unrecognizable, it's recognized, yeah? In other words, it doesn't look like David, it doesn't look like Paul, it doesn't look at Michael, but it animates David and Paul and Michael, yeah? And that one animating principle doesn't have a face, doesn't have eyes, doesn't have a limp, doesn't have a height, doesn't have a weight, yeah? So it's of no thingness, obviously. Now, if you wanna call no thingness equals spirit, go ahead, but obviously a spiritual nature isn't usually framed as a body or a thing, yeah? A spiritual nature is ephemeral, it's, it's, you can't categorize it or put it in a package, it doesn't fill out a blow-up doll or anything, yes? It's not catchable, it's no thing, it doesn't, can't be really thought about because we, we'd, we would only think about spirit from the <coughs> idea of being a thing. I would say that's playing God in a way. So, you know, we have ideas about a spiritual nature or a spiritual gift it looks like, but I'm not so, you know, 
again, that's framed as an action figure. You know, if the action oh, figure oh. chilled. Yeah. Are you on the right Wi-Fi? I think so. Why? It's not going well? It's breaking up again. It's not too bad my end. Okay, maybe it's, it's me then. Yesterday he was breaking up, so I want to make sure he's on the white break. It seems okay. Okay, never mind. I think every, is everyone hearing him okay? Everyone else? Hold on a second. I'm going to move a lot of thumbs up. Getting a lot of thumbs up. Okay, sorry. That was me then. Never mind. Change, change your Wi-Fi, Mikey. <laughs> oh, not important for me. <laughs> as long as he's on the right one. Yeah, he's good. He sounds all right. Now where'd he go? Okay. I went to move the motor. Okay. Sorry. No, I think, I think you're in good form. Oh, never mind. You're in good shape. Uh huh. Misled by Michael. No. All right. Let there me come go. back. I am. Yes. So. Yep, all good. All right. Well, let's get to the. I just want to keep emphasizing because one of the things. Uh, it's awesome to have this platform. It's awesome because, you know, I would share somewhere and then the next week I would come back and the people would tell me what I shared and it really had nothing to do with what I was trying to communicate. Yeah. So with this platform, we can keep communicating, keep communicating and, uh, and do the best job we can by trying to detail or describe this activity that I felt so intimate with because it took my life over basically, or took this life over for a long period of time. Like we talked with Helen that time about the bondage of self is like, you know, you have the ability to reach eight feet, but you can only get to five feet. Yeah. It's a constriction. It's a, it's a confinement. It's like the marathon runner in the closet. It's like being in a cocoon, even though you can see through it, it still has the effect of confining you. Yeah. And, uh, and when you're confined for a period of time, you don't know it anymore. You've forgotten what it was like to be a kid. Let's say you've forgotten it. And so basically the mental state adapts to the new conditions that are manufactured. Yeah. And then we live really to me in an intolerant condition and we tolerate it. Yeah. Because we don't know any better. We don't hear about any other possibilities. It's just like going to war every day with the manifestations of self instead of having a sense of outgrowing the manifestations of self, because now self isn't thriving in the Petri dish you're growing in. Yeah that the identification as self has been seen to be other. And there, as soon as there's a recognition that it's not you, the possibility of being free from it becomes available. It does. It's like the secret key. Now, this is the trip in the way things go here. Because we're in denial of a lot of shit, we have to own it when we come into AA. Yeah. So we're in denial of alcoholism. So then we own alcoholism. But there's another phase where you see you're not alcoholism. Yeah. I think there's another phase we're missing. We get to, yeah, we come in and we finally admit to ourselves that we're fucked. I'm an asshole and this and that. And then basically that gets established. And now we're a recovered asshole, a recovered this, a recovered that. 
I think there's, you can move past that. See? Because this isn't a denial of self. It's a negation of self. It's different. A denial of self is a mental condition trying to deny something it really takes to be so fucking real. A negation of seeing the unreality of it. That's what negation is. You negate the reality of self. Yeah, you negate it, not deny it, because when you deny it, it's, it has more oomph and more power than ever before. There's a negation of it. So first, I was avoiding at all costs tons of shit. I got into recovery. That stuff finally landed. I made the amends. I did everything I was asked to do to the best of my ability. I owned it. I owned it. And then I saw it wasn't true. Yeah. That's been my experience. That's been the journey. I was in a state of denial, an extreme state of denial. My strategies were to avoid things at all costs. So if I, if I, had a, if I was afraid of confronting someone in Europe, I just didn't go to Europe. You know? That was the answer. I'm just not going to that continent. You know what I mean? <laughs> this doesn't work. You know, and all this stuff. So I come into AA and I admit all that shit I was trying to deny. I let it all catch up to me. And then in, in the program of recovery, there's another phase where you finally see what you're not. So you become responsible and then it turns into an accountability. It's sort of like that thing with my dog shits on the neighbor's lawn. The neighbor calls me, tells me, hey, your dog took a huge shit on my lawn. You better come over here and clean it. Now, I don't feel terribly guilty or shameful because I'm not the dog. Yeah, it's sort of my dog. I'm accountable, but I'm not the dog. So I'm like, I go over there, I clean up the shit, and then I forget about it. It's not like I ruminate for the next 10 months Oh, what a fucking, how guilty I am. Why did my dog shit on the, you know what I mean? So there's an, there's an accountability that's different than responsibility. Yeah, because I'm totally clear that a lot of the stuff I did while under the influence, I wasn't doing. I was being used as transportation by a fucking parasite because my behavior looked quite a lot like all the other alcoholics I run into. Yeah. And in, in one of the programs, Narcotics Anonymous, they talk about the three parking spaces we basically a lot of us end up in, which is institution, jails and death. Now, there's thousands of different cars. It seems funny to me that they all end up at three parking spaces. It sounds like we have the same driver. Yeah. And that driver is not of us. That's the that's the point. I don't have any problem. I don't, I'm not thinking the steps need to be revised and there should be only eight or 15 or 38 steps. No, the program is completely sound, the principles. I think the exact nature of the wrong isn't being noticed. I just, that's my experience. Yeah. And I'm trying to point out how I see it because how I see it, you can see it. Because we're looking at the same thing, a foreign pathogen, a parasitical movement, a demonic intelligence, whatever you want to call it, but something truly in a way other than us taking us over 
and using us for transportation and expression, and we get hold, we get left holding the bag after it goes into its little rampage. Yeah. So when I look at the program, I I center it on page sixty four because it's the it's a very important important statement of how to look at the working steps that come after step three, which is being convinced which means to believe with certainty. You can read it in a, in a, there's probably more definitions, but one of them is to believe with certainty. What is it, what is he saying we need to believe with certainty? That self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. That's what he's asking us. If you're not convinced of that, you know, observe life, do some research and see if it's true or not for you. It's true for me. So, being convinced, which means a present tense state, I am still convinced that I'm not managerial quality and I have a, I'm powerless over alcohol and drugs. That doesn't come up for a debate every year. It's just a fact, yeah? It's a, a mute point and there's a huge spaciousness of abstinence, which I really dig. So, being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Are you or are you not convinced of that? If you're not convinced of that, then we've got to look at our lives. We've got to look at step one, yeah, and see what's going on. Observe it. Reflect on it. I hope you're convinced of it so that we can move on because we're going to look at the inventory and therefore all the other working steps from this point of view that it is self that has defeated us manifesting in various ways. That's the point. If you're not convinced of that or you're not even interested in it, there's other Zooms because this is the whole point of this, yeah? So being convinced that self manifests in various ways is what has defeated us. We will now look at its self's common manifestations. The next paragraph is resentment. What is resentment? From, from this statement, it's a manifestation of self. Yeah, what are we? Us. We're in the us category, and then there's self. And I, I believe by being identified as self, we're in the mistaken recognition of its manifestations our, as our manifestations. I do. And I think it's a fundamental mistake that follows us through the rest of the program. That's it. That's been my experience. It's, a, it's, like, it's like a fabricated shadow that follows us from that point on. Yeah? So once again, this is the only point. You can look at the inventory as your resentments. There's a lot of ways you can look at it. This is one way that works for me. Yeah? And this is when I'm working with people, this is how I attempt to direct them. Let's see the manifestations of self in one's life so we can recognize it by its manifestations so when they start coming up we won't call them ours we'll see it as selves yeah and we'll ask that power to remove them yeah and something that you're not can be removed yeah if you're identified as it you're going to hold on to all those resentments because they're being milked like a cow for other purposes just like in the story in the book freedom from the, the bondage freedom from self or something bondage of self by the woman she talked about having a huge resentment about a mother and she had this story that she would do anything to get out of it 
And then she got sober and she realized she'd been milking it for 30 years. It gave her an excuse for all the failed relationships, not finishing college. She was using that, something in her was using that resentment. It had no interest of getting rid of the resentment, once whatsoever. So she had to recognize it and says, because if I don't get rid of this resentment, I'm going to die. I'm going to go back to drinking. So she was quite earnest and she found out a way to deal with it, which is, you know, the ass of power to come in and remove it. Let's say if you had a tumor on the side of your body and you've been calling it your tumor for like years, yes? And you buy shirts and you get them tailored to fit around the tumor, yeah? While you're driving, you can rest your elbow on it. You go on a weird internet site and you meet women who have tumors on the right side so you two can get together and meet with these little tumors. And you're living as if there's no other option. So all your jackets have an opening here. It's unbelievable. But you could have that tumor removed. It isn't you, yeah? It isn't you. You can, the tumor can be removed and you'll be fine. This is what it's like with the identification as self. We've, like it says in AA, you know, you've got to fit yourself around circumstances instead of trying to fit them around you. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, we've been fitting ourselves. <laughs> we've been fitting ourselves around self a long freaking time. And all it does is make our life smaller and smaller and smaller. I swear to God. So if you don't agree with me or disagree, it doesn't matter. I'm just putting it out here. And I thank David for setting up this platform. And the only reason why I'm motivated to put it out there because of the relief that it has brought me. And I got a feeling what's driving you crazy is the same thing that drove me crazy. So I feel very confident of providing this message to other tribe members. Yeah, because we lived under the same tyranny in Russia, in England, in America, in Nepal, in Guatemala. It's the same parasite. Yeah, it's the same fucking one. So, yeah, there you go. Thank you very much. Paul, uh, a great start there. Um, and now, so I'm inviting everyone to stick your hand up to ask a question on this or anything else to do with um, steps or with the program or where you might be at. Um, you're more than welcome to um, ask Paul or, or share some of your own experience um, for a brief time. Can I? There's no, hand, there's no hands going up. I'll put uh, my hand up. Oh, who's that? Gee! <laughs> hey, I'm gonna have to turn your video off. I think you're stuttering. I'm just gonna turn your video off just in case, okay? Okay. Go for it, G. I've got a question, Paul, and it's nothing to do with anything you just shared because I agree <laughs> with everything you just shared. So I just heard Dave said, if it's to do with anything else, then you can just ask. I've got a question. It's, it's a pretty rude question. So I'm going to try and word it in the, in the radio edit version. So, um, I, you know, I've got this girlfriend, and what it is, Paul, she, um, she's very good in one department, but we end up arguing like we end up arguing over the most stupidest things like her personality i don't know i think because we we talk about self and 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 being so you know not allowing anyone else to come into your life i feel i'm aware of that and and, and, I, and i'm aware of the i have to admit when i'm wrong straight away 
there's a part of me that only wants to stay with her because she kind of like satisfied me in, in another department. And I'm thinking, you know, I, I, I hear older gentlemen who, who, who are like way older and they kind of regret some of their past girlfriends and they're like, oh, I should have kept that one maybe. And I should have kept that one maybe. I might, that, if I did, I wouldn't be on my own at the age of whatever they are. So I'm thinking I might just keep this girl but at the same time, I find oh her, I find her so, I find, like today we had an argument because she was oh, talking God, about That's so generous of you, G. Yeah, wow, an argument, yeah. what a surprise. Uh, that's, that's very generous of you to keep that girl, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you must be profoundly uh, grateful for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know though, because we argue, she, we, we have an argument like every two weeks. Without well, this is something, gee, this is something you should talk with your sponsor about, yeah? And then maybe do an inventory on it. Look at your resentments, what you call yours. Look at resentments and fear. I would say it has a lot to do with anxiety. And, uh, and that you're managing the show, which is the third step. Why don't you just bring it to the steps? That's, we're in this program. That's, what we're, that's, that's, the, that's the direction so that you get AA's answer before your answer. Yeah, because your answer is part of the problem. So before you talk like this to us, do an inventory and then share that with someone here and then you can talk. You'll probably won't have to say much after the inventory. Because more will be revealed, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're, you know, if I, I'll tell you, there's a part of the book, if no one minds, when I, because a lot of the stuff that's said in the book, I lived my first few, few years of sobriety. So there's this one is, uh, you make a decision based on fear or self that later puts you in a position to be hurt. All right. Incredible statement. I lived that. So I had an apartment in Haight-Ashbury. And I, it was a pretty nice apartment and my roommate was moving out. And I didn't think I'd have any trouble finding somebody. But I started to look like I couldn't find anybody. And it was getting close to the next month. And I didn't think I could pay for the whole apartment. Yeah, so there's an anxiety there. Yeah, right there. So I was looking around to find someone to get in that room. And so there was a guy that I had I met in AA who was in a program who I didn't really like, and he needed a place to stay. So I thought, oh, I'll get him in, and there's my problem solved. I'll, he'll have half the rent. and. So I made that decision based on that self, that fear, let him in when I knew better. And so he moves into the other room and uh, it's going on. And then he's going out with a girl that he met at the, uh, at the rehab. Yeah. And so now he doesn't have a phone. So this girl's calling me up like three in the morning drunk to talk to the guy. Because <laughs> my name is Paul and his name was Paul. And so that starts to sort of irritate me a little bit. I'm saying, hey, you know, I'm not Paul, the guy you're trying to talk to. So then I go into his room because he disappears and I find all these pint bottles of vodka all over the place. And then I get a call from him. It sounded like he was calling me from one of the rings of hell. You know what I mean? He's like gobble and I could hear like demonic voices in the background. 
he was holed up with this lady in some house in the East Bay, and he wanted me to help him. And so uh, I did something that you're not, it's not just suggested to do. I went there to get him without getting someone else to go with me. So I go there, the front door's open, and I hear all this screaming in the back. And I call, and it was like echoing in hell. I'm going, Paul, I'm here, come on out. Five minutes later, he drags himself out. He doesn't have a, he only has one shoe on. So I have to send him back because I'm not going into the house. I get him, he gets his other shoe. I drive him to the detox. I never see him again, yeah? Now, a couple of months later, someone, someone calls me, and he goes, and she goes, I'm looking for Paul, Kathy's old boyfriend. And I said, no, Paul, I, don't, I haven't seen him in a while. And he says, I just wanted to tell him that Kathy died. She overdosed, yeah? So this whole thing happened making a decision based on self, yeah? Based on anxiety that I'm not going to have enough money to pay for the rent, so I got to get any fucking body in here. This is what happens, yeah? So look at your inventory. You look at the relationship through the lens of the inventory, you want to have sex, let's say, but you think she's a drag on all the other areas, and you're figuring, I think I can pull this off. I'll just mute all these other areas and just enjoy the sex. Well, bro, that's called <laughs> managing, yeah? And it's going to happen exactly what happens. Unintended consequences are going to occur. You're going to feel like you don't deserve them. So there'll be resentments towards this lady and whatever, and so on and so forth. It's textbook AA. Yeah. Do an inventory. Talk to your sponsor. Yeah. If you want to fucking do it, if you think you can pull it off, at least be accountable when the shit hits the fan. Don't feel, don't act surprised. I can't believe it. I can't believe what happened. Yes. You just, you read about you in the book thousands of times. <laughs> I can't believe people are surprised when they get fucked by making decisions based out of self or fear. Of course. It's actually love, really. Because love's not going to stand for it anymore. Love is demanding itself from us. It doesn't want us to live in this fucking fear. Yeah? So then your little plans and designs blow up. Because something has bigger plans and designs for you. It does. Yeah. So, yeah, gee, that would be my suggestion. Don't, less talking, more writing, and then specifically talking to your sponsor. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And um, read Jermaine Greer's works. They're always pretty good, G. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. next, yeah, next work is uh are we um mike o's in next but I, somebody else had their hand up i think it was um oh i, I can't remember actually but yeah mike o you go for it mate you're on muted you should be yeah can you hear me now yeah yeah, yeah cool. Cool. Go for thanks it. thanks for uh thanks for this platform uh paul uh just a question or an observation. I just want to make sure I'm going down the right line. I was, um, when I was drinking, I drank because I wanted the noise to shut up in my head. And since coming to this uh, meeting, I've been sober for several years now. But I was driving the other day and 
as I was driving, I get different thoughts come into my head. And I was been using different techniques that you know you've been suggesting. And a hypothetical situation came up into my head, and you know I heard your voice, Paul, saying, "Nope, there's no sharks." <laughs> then I heard you know negative thoughts coming into my head, and I thought, "No, that's not me. That's the self." And all of a sudden, I just my head just went completely silent. No thoughts, no nothing. I didn't have any feelings, neither. And I was just wondering if that was actually being on a different plane. Am I, uh, am I going in the right direction? And that's, that's the question, really. Well, in a way, you can't go on the wrong direction, which is nice. Because the wrong direction will show you the right direction. So how wrong could it be? But yeah, that sense of pause is a good free sample. Yeah. Cool. Yeah? Cool. See, so we are, there's a sense of us before thought. We don't have to de be described all day by thought. Yeah? There's, we're before thought. What thought describes is the way it thinks about everything. What we are can't be described by thought. So you get a free sample of the whole fucking selfing shutting down for a second or two or a minute or five minutes. That's the pause, isn't it? I would say we are of the pause. Yeah? We're not having a pause. We are of the pause. I think that's more of our nature, that quiet, not tons, not tons of mental minutia going on all day. Yeah? Yeah. I think that's a good sign, Mike, myself. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Everyone has a sense of pause, yeah? It's something in recovery in the communities. A sense of pause where what we think is always happening stops, because first of all, it's not always happening anyway, but we believe it's always happening, stops. And sometimes your day or even your whole life goes in a different direction from that pause, yeah? That's how powerful we are, really. You know, they have that old story, the genie in the bottle. Well, what, we, what happens in AA, you don't even, you, you not only get three pauses, you get tons of pauses, yeah? My whole life would have looked different if there was a pause injected here or there. Like if I had paused and not gone out to that night to go back to that bar and not get run over by the car, who knows what would have happened. Yeah, but there was no pause then. There was thoughts and an inaction compelled by the thoughts. I was mechanical. I was taken over by something. I did what it wanted me to do. What it wanted to compel me to do, I did without any fight. Without any argument, I just fucking followed it. And look what happened. I was brought to an incomprehensible, pitiful, demoralized condition. That's where, that's its, that's its destination. Yeah, it can be a quiet one, it can be a flamboyant one, but that's its destination. Being alone and being right about it. Do you want to be directed by that, really? 
Do you want to be the summary of every day by that? Do you want to forget a miracle in 20 minutes, yet hold on to a resentment for 40 years? Is that what we want? Yeah. How many beautiful moments have we forgotten like that? How many imagined terrible scenes have we dwelled on for 40 years? Something's wrong. Something's off. There's a foreign pathogen in us. It's like in AA, it says that fear is like a corroding thread through the fabric of our existence. We're not recognizing it. We may recognize fear, but we're not recognizing the parasite. Yeah, the parasite is a corroding, it's something that's the source of all the corroding threads that run through the fabric of our existence. If you folded them back, if you used those little threads like strings and tied it to the mouse, you would go to the mouse hole of self. So, there is a... You know, perhaps there's a better way, trusting something infinite instead of finite. If you don't know what trusting something finite looks right now, it's having a lot of faith in the thought system where the problem resides. That's where it is. The AA program is moving that faith because we can't. It's moving the faith from the failed system to a reliable system, and then we show the effects of that. Yeah, we start being able to enjoy peace, we're chilled out, we can see false evidence as false evidence more. All these incredible, amazing effects start occurring based on the being, having your faith move from a failed system to a reliable system. That's it. That's what AA is doing. AA is taking us and bringing us to a position of neutrality based on no thought and effort of our part. We submit ourselves to the program, do it as best we can, and then see what happens, yeah? And then when a miracle occurs, you'll respond with fucking honor and gratitude, yeah? And you'll stop pledging allegiance to the failed system. I'm feeling great, but I'm really still fucked. No, you'll just be feeling great without a but, yeah? Yes? This is what's possible. It's more than possible. It's probable if you allow yourself to be affected by this program and at least become clear about the exact nature of the wrong or the wrongs. I like to call it wrong because I think all wrongs issue from one wrong, to tell you the truth. I don't want to know the exact nature of the wrongs because the exact nature of the wrongs are the exact nature of the wrong. Yeah? We are taking ourselves to be false evidence and then we're totally, totally inclined to take false evidence to appear real all day. How are you going to get out of it if you keep calling it you? How? How? Drugs didn't work. I shot cocaine up in my neck to get out of it. That didn't work. Do you think being nice to it is going to work? No, it isn't. Can you imagine how many people would be shooting coke up their neck if someone who shot coke up their neck had come back and said, it fucking worked. I'm free from the bondage of self. Fuck. I'd be shooting coke right now. 
But I shot tons of coke and it didn't work. Yeah? <laughs> and tons of it. Something's wrong. We're trying to get out of self as self. Don't you see it? Why does everything fail? Every attempt we try to do seems to fail in the long run because we're trying to get out of self as self. That's the answer. Yeah? Oh no, I beg to do differ with you. My whole life as Paul has been trying to get out of self. Yeah, because you don't know Paul is a.k.a. self. Yeah? The feeling of Paul is manufactured itself. And I'm caught in the statement, self can't get out of self. I mean, what happens? You run into the wall with drugs, the self just pulls back and tries to ram it with spirituality. It doesn't work. It's not like you didn't do enough. There's never enough that you can do for it to happen. There isn't. You can meditate 18 hours a day and it's not going to happen. Yeah? You can't escape you as the you you want to escape from. You'll still be there. It's something you have to have a rude awakening about and a sober assessment about. It's such a joy to realize you're truly outmatched and surrender. Yeah. And allow the power that is power to change things. Yeah. Perhaps there's a better way. Trusting that power. Yeah. How do I trust it? By not trusting the fucking other thing, really. By not listening to the false evidence, I'm re responding to true evidence, yeah? And your life will show it over time. You'll travel light and you'll be put to service and tons of stuff. Yeah. So... Brilliant. Oh, thanks very much, sir. That was um, awesome and good to see you here. Uh, the next one's from Stuart, who had his hand up originally, but he got, I think he must have lost his signal, but he's back in the room. Hey, Stuart, I've unmuted you there, mate. Oh, brilliant. Thanks. Uh, yeah, my battery went. Sorry about that. I, I missed half of the talk because uh, my battery just died on me. Uh, but I just wanted to come in and connect. So, you know, uh, Paul, I've heard you a few times, mate. Um, Obviously, I didn't get all tonight, but the first time I heard you, you said things that, you know, I totally get. And I haven't really heard many people talk about, although I've been aware of those things myself. Um, so pretty, pretty good stuff. But just when you were sharing there about um, the cocaine and that, and God, you know, I, I've been into spirituality for a long time, since the early 90s. And uh, I mean, I'm a drug addict, I'm an ex-drug addict, ex-alcoholic, uh, or recovered, uh, however you want to say it. But um, I got two years in, around uh, 2005, and um, I got myself into some circumstances. I didn't know anything about alcoholism, you know, drug addiction and things like that. I just, you know, I felt I needed something, you know, to change the way that I felt. Uh, so I picked up and... You know, with two years of like solid training, you know, Buddhist meditations, all that Tai Chi yoga, 
and all sorts of stuff, you know, physical exercises, you know, my diet was right and everything. I just, I proper crashed, you know, and it was, it was booze, uh, heroin and alcohol, you know, and I ended up in hospital that night. I lost sight in both eyes uh, with an attack of acute glaucoma. And, um, you know, I'm still, I'm still blind in this eye, practically com completely blind in one eye, you know, today. But I also got another illness, which was undiagnosed for eight years. And it's, it's been the biggest thing I've had to deal with, you know, in my uh, recovery you know, journey. It's like mega, mega painful. 50% of the people that get it commit suicide within the first two years of having it. And um, the only solution that I could find was uh, crack cocaine and heroin. That's the only thing that could deal with the pain. So I've, I've gone straight back into addiction and, you know, massive habit. You know, of course, because I've got the habit, I've got to start dealing, you know, to sustain my habit. Um, this went on for a few years and it just got to the point where, you know, I had to stop. And, you know, it, it was really difficult, but I did it. You know, I did it. I got through the towel and let go of the corners and I surrendered, you know, put myself in God's hands. And, you know, um, that's when my, you know, recovery really started. You know, I got, I got a sponsor in that and I worked intensely with it you know, for about 18 months. I got involved with AA, you know, and I did everything that was suggested, you know, meeting, sponsorship, service. And, um, right. you know, I'm coming up eight years now, but I've still got the condition, you know, if, if you want to know, it's trigeminal neuralgia, major pain, but I'm meds-free now as well. Um, I have to live a real disciplined kind of way of life. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's pretty normal for me to live like that now. But I still have, you know, this pain. And do you know what? I, I think the pain, right, is the one of the best guides I've ever had in my life. You know, spiritual guides has guided me, you know, and it's kept me centered, you know, kept me God-centered and focused. Um, but it's great listening to you, mate, and I, I will be coming on some more meetings because I like what you say. So I don't want to take up too much time. So I'll leave Cheers, it there. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Thank you, Stuart. Yes. All that's behind you now, Stuart, eh? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Great. Thank you very much. Um, just at this juncture, just to have a quick plug, I didn't get it at the start. I had put it in chat that Paul does hold um, two other kind of meetings that are less recovery and more on the, I don't know how you describe it, satsang spirituality, uh, spirituality non-dualism, which is very, very good. I highly recommend that. I go to that pretty regularly. And the next one's on Saturday at 1.30 Pacific time, which will be what's that uh 4:30 uh eastern time in the us and 9:30 p.m. in the uk 6:30 a.m. in australia that's at uh, zenbitchslap.com at the zoom room so just go along to that uh to that to his website to Paul's website where you'll also find loads of his videos and a lot of his recovery books which i highly recommend if you've never been and read uh Paul's books and i really really recommend you do that because they are they're fabulous um so yeah and with that that little plug there i'm going to leah hey leah Hey Paul, um, I'm so grateful to be here today. Um, I, you know, I plan on not missing any of these for the foreseeable future. That's um, I'm trying to wrap my head around it and just wrote down some notes that uh, I, I intellectually get this. So why is it so difficult for some of us to grasp the concept of this parasite when the evidence is there it's indisputable why are we so married to self 
why I, I listen to how impassioned you are. I don't not believe you. I, I mean, there's no question. Why can't I just do it? Why can't I just flip the switch? Yeah. And do it? Yes, because there's an act of being identified as it. So that which is wanting to flip the switch is the source of the switch. See, we get caught in self, can't get out of self. You're speaking right now seemingly as Leah, but that Leah is an image of self. Yeah? So the problem talks about why you can't get out of the problem to make the problem really, really real. Yes? So what happens... There's a, in, in the big book, there's a statement in a vision for us, a vision for you, that this power is going to constantly reveal to us more, constantly, meaning constantly. <laughs> in other words, constantly. It's always available at all times, obviously, yeah? Something that's constant is always available at all times. So this power is constantly revealing to us more and more. And in my, my feeling, what it reveals a lot to me is more of what I'm not, yeah? So I recognize more fabrics of my existence as being, instead of, let's say my existence is cotton, I keep recognizing more rayon and polyester fabrics, yes? Yeah? Yeah, so, and then that power, that power of this life re changes that, removes the polyester and the rayon, puts them to better use, yeah? They're much better used to be something other than me. <laughs> so, most of us, there's, the most of us, if there's, if we're been habitually driven to listen to the mental state, yes, the thoughts, the narration, the memories, the interpretation of perceptions, we're in a condition that's captured by the statement self can't get out of self. We're recognizing self, but we're not recognizing, we're recognizing self from self, yeah? Yeah? So we recognize the thief, but we don't realize the policeman is also the thief. Yeah? So, basically, I'm just putting it out there. You don't have to get it. Something already knows it. We're just triggering that, yeah? Like we say, you're here, knowing it or not, you've been served the spiritual subpoena, yeah? Don't worry. This, this is going to work on it, yeah? And more will be revealed about Leah, and you'll see more of what you're not, and therefore find out more of what you are, yeah? Instead of trying to find out more of what you are from what you're not, you'll see more of what you're not from what you are, yeah? And then you'll recognize the supreme wisdom of self can't get out of self. It's unbelievable. It's the perfect description of most addicts and alcoholics' lives. We've been trying to get out of me as me, yeah, we recognize the one me as me, but we're not recognizing the other me. We're calling it Paul. And Paul, a.k.a. me, wants to get out of me. 
and that's what's not working, yeah? Self can't get out of self. See what happens. Keep coming back to these talks, if you like. In yeah, practice. don't worry. It's In sort practice. of like dyeing a piece of cloth. I've watched it over time. Don't worry about it. Trust this process. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. We're not putting anything in there. There's something, it's already there. We're just trying to trigger a suspicion of an inner resource that's now unsuspected. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> so it, it, it's, not, it's not to be assumed that, so I think I'm, I think uh, I'm watching you and I'm wanting to get where Paul is like this. No, that has nothing to do with it. Paul is a messenger. Paul has got his quirks and fucking blind spots and blind sides. But Paul, that all of that lives in a field of acceptance that was never available for Paul from Paul. <laughs> Somehow it's available. The message is the key. You're... You, don't take the eye off the ball. The, the ball is the message, not the messenger. Yeah, yeah. The messenger, uh, you know, the hose has a lot of crimps. It's the water, yeah? The water is what you want. The hose is just useful. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a thing in AA that you suddenly realize that something's doing for you what you can't do for yourself. That just gets expanded, yeah? Paul isn't doing squat. Paul is being used to sitting on a couch to do a Zoom. That's basically the end of its job. And then something comes through, yeah? That wants to communicate to itself that's appearing as Leah and Stuart and Kurt but all, not of Leah or Stuart or Kurt, but of spirit, yeah? So the spirit is attempting to communicate with itself. It has to go through this giant block, which is appearing as Stuart, Leah, Kurt, and Paul, because Leah wants to get the message that it's not really uh, invited to, yeah? Leah will be an expression of the message, it will even observe the effects of the message, but Leah can't get the message. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> so that's the whole point. So you've been served the spiritual subpoena. Leah will try to not go to the court date, but the spirit is happily going to go to the court date. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the spirit, the mental states will say, you never went, but it's already done. Yeah, you are what you're looking for. Yeah, already. <laughs> just, uh, just see what's looking for. It may not be you, really. That's the whole point. Yeah, and then maybe you'll, oh, well, you'll look for it, but you won't be so driven and interested in it because why would you be interested in finding what you already are? You know, <laughs> you are it, yeah? You don't need to have interest in it. It's quite interested in itself. <laughs> I mean, the hose can only study water. It can, it can transmit water, but it can't be water, yeah? It's, that's not its role. Its role is to conduct water. 
the water needs the hose to go in a certain direction. That's it. Yeah. But the hose isn't going to become the water. Yeah. So it's very good to be clear about the hose and what the water is. Yeah. And not mix them up too much. Yeah. So, of course, the hose would love to be the water, but it's not available to it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just. Hey, you know, I've been doing things like this since 28, 29 years, 32 years sobriety. I used to speak at meetings and I knew it wasn't me. Yeah, I could just feel it. And it's been going on for 30 something years and even before that. And it was it's, it was clear from the first day it ever occurred till today that it has nothing to do with me, really. <laughs> I just... I, you know, the car pulls up at the store, but doesn't go shop, yeah? The car, you know, has a role, but it's not what it thinks it is, <laughs> yeah? So, uh, and it's so obvious, all the attempts of the head to try to claim it just fall flat. They can't, you know, I remember this happening when I was first sober. When I was out there, charm was a little bit a weird thing sometimes, you know? I could be very charming to get what I want. So then I got sober and I went to a bar just to see how it was and I tried to talk this lady and as I was talking the words just fell out of the air because it was just so fucking ridiculous now, yeah? And it was so cool, it just went, (laughs) there was no momentum, there was no life in it, yeah? Yeah, so it's like the conduit that the hose may be able to spit a little bit of water that's left after the flow out, but it doesn't go far. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just an idea. I'm just sharing it with, with everyone. Yeah? I'm just sharing it. It's not mine. It's not my message. It's just a message through me, really. Let's put the primary point is on the message. The messenger is just, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, it's just fucking, it's a subdued action figure. Yeah. It's, uh, it's had many, many sober assessments of its dimension and its size and its purpose and its meaning. So it's, it's almost has lived under forced humility for quite a while. (laughs) if it was my message I'd probably try to sell it you know (laughs) try to make it special and unique and then sell it to you in little segments which would cost more and more as the more segments you get The message has a different response, yeah? (laughs) Yeah, so. Even though I make money, the other, the non-duality, which is nice. My whole life of non-duality as an inviter has always been based on donation. Never a subscription, no retreats, nothing. Just, if you like it and you get something out of it, far out. You know? And I've been taken care of for 30-something years, really. It's mind-boggling because I can't, you know, I have to remind myself I have two shoes, you know. 
I think I've done the job by putting one on, that I have to do another one. You know, it's just very, uh, it's amazing I've made it here. It is based on the composition of Paul. Really, it's incredible. So I'm a real believer in the third step and uh, that we have a new employer. And being all-powerful, it's going to take care of us. Not in the future, now. If we perform its works well, which who's to say whatever work is not well, yeah? And stay close to it, and you can't be far from everywhere. So there's only one requirement, perform its works well, yeah? And who are you to judge if you're doing that or not? I'll allow that power to judge, yeah? So now you have an okayness as a basis of living, for the action figure, instead of an irritable, irritable, restless, and discontent condition. What? Yeah? And the action figure does a lot better with the, the chilled out condition, you know, as the baseline. It does. It's driven crazy by the thought system. It really is. The action figure can't be the center of the universe. It's too much for it. Yeah? It doesn't want to be thought about all fucking day. It's way too much for it. It is. It can't. It's like you're putting a, like eight tons on a half ton pickup. The pickup can't take it. You can't be perfect. Yeah, it's not. It's not built into the the diagram of the action figure. Yeah, it needs acceptance more than prodding to get better. Really, and it can't. Pro- the mental state cannot provide acceptance. It doesn't accept squat. It's transactional. Yeah, it's parasitical. It wants, it sees everything as a win-lose. It very rarely will come to a win-win. And if it runs into a win-win, it will forget it like that to reinforce its old narrative that you've got to lose for me to win. It's insane. The program can be changed somewhat, but the source code can't. It can't. You're wasting your time trying to change Leah to a certain point. It can be changed to a point, but it can't be completely changed. It has source code programming, yeah? And that, when you reach to that level, there's acceptance, that's what's necessary, acceptance, yeah? You see it's not you, really. And then you have a space when it's appearing and its narration is going off and its concerns are being pronounced you have a distance from it, yeah? And really, there's compassion around it. It's a machine that can't get out of itself. And yet, its basis is to try to do just that. It's, uh, you know, it's really, it's mechanical. It's not like volitional. It's just, that's what it does, yeah? So... I find with most people, the biggest hook most people are on are, the, are their own hook. They're just, they're the, they're the slave driver. They think they've got to get better as something that can only get so much better. Yeah, it's not, a, it, this is not going to be a chariot to the gods. It isn't. It's, that's not its job. Yeah, its job is an expression and an observation, really. That's how I see it. It's an incredibly expressive, yeah? You can express by what clothes you wear. You can express by your humor. There's tons of expression, yeah? You can express by a look. You can express by holding space. Tons of things. It can express gratitude 
and honor and 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 uh, you know the loftiness of principle. It can do all that, but it can't be free from itself as itself. It can't. It's impossible. So let's get on with it. Yeah. Let's see that I'm not that which is trying to get out of that. Yeah. And maybe you'll be in a place before wanting to get out of that. You'll be in a place before the drive to get out of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. To me, that's the spiritual condition. The spiritual condition is the prior condition to all other conditions. It is. It's not something you arrive at. You've never <laughs> left. You're, the journey isn't starting from you and arriving at spirit. The spirit is before you. You're already here completely. Yeah? Now, p- taking a journey as what you're not can be valuable because the journey will fail and then you'll be left with your own devices and you'll realize they're not your devices and you will be what you've been looking for, just like that. You will be that which you've been looking for, just like that. And when it tells you, it tells you it's always been that way, always. It's never not been what you've been looking for. It has never not been that. Yeah, it's incredible, yeah. And then the appropriate response is acceptance, chilled outness, yeah? All right, so I'm gonna, today I'm gonna look for a lot of shit. I just changed the tire on my bike, so I was looking for some tools. But I'm not gonna look for what can't be found. I'm not, <laughs> yeah? I am that, I am that, yeah? So the spiritual looking and all the spiritual fucking glasses to me are a form of blindness, really. So that's that's it. Okay. Happy you're here, honey, and I'll hopefully I'll see you again. Thank you very much, Leah. Yeah, yeah. So final question of the evening. I know Kurt's been hanging on. Kurt Zimmerman. Hey, Kurt. Hey, buddy. Hey, How are you? Yeah, it's funny. It's almost like a present state condition that needs to happen in the future, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and you know, it will be, I, I, and it yeah, will be I, happening I, in the future. Because the future will be a present sense state condition when you arrive there. <laughs> well, you know, my question was, you, you, it was back to that love where you said it's really love. You know, and I, I say sometimes to people, I say, this isn't happening to you, it's happening for you. But it's, the, the, the two yous are different. It's not happening to you, that imaginary identification, yeah. but it's happening for the real you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I tied that kind of to your, when you said, no, it's really love. You know, that's, I wanted you to talk on that a little bit, but I know we're running out of time. Well, it's sort of like the how, through observation, uh, a lot of the, you know, most people in recovery don't do it out of virtue. They cannot not do it. I mean, to me, I was successfully avoiding tons of amends. And as soon as I got in the program and arrived around step eight, I started running into all these people that I had been successfully avoiding for 12 years and shit. Yeah. Now that looked like it was happening to me, but it was happening for, yeah. So that I could come out. Yeah. So the, the action figure has great faith in its strategies, which not the, the mental state, which was to avoid at all costs. 
You know, it still wanted to go down with the ship. But love <laughs> or the higher power of the program wouldn't let it happen. Yeah, I was willing to drown in it. I was. I was willing to overdose. Seemed like it. I was willing for a lot of shit. And yet something had a different plan. So I believe a lot of times where you see, oh no, change is coming. It's just love demanding itself from you. You're trying to withhold it in a weird way and it just won't let it happen. Yeah, it doesn't take the mechanical feelings into uh, you know, consideration. It's just gonna go right through the gears and the nuts and drag it out, yeah. And I've been under the operating table long enough of the program to realize just don't get up, don't play doctor, and things work out really well. Yeah. I don't point anything out. I'd like this to be removed. I know. I just recognize shit, bring it to step six and seven, and then uh, there you go. It's sort of like the garbage man. Like they came this morning or yesterday. I didn't stay up the whole night before looking to see if they were coming. I just have faith that they come and take the garbage. Well, my job is just to put it out. Well, that's, I mean, if you haven't learned that this program works by now, you will. I mean, I'm way past the point of learning or hoping that it works. I know it works. I've watched it over and over again in myself and others. I have faith in it. So, yeah. So, yes, I like the way you see things, Kurt. So, yeah, thanks. keep sharing away, bro. Yeah, good seeing you. Good thanks for, thanks for you. doing this. Oh, yeah, it's a pleasure. I mean, uh, yeah, it's a pleasure. Okay. All righty, then. Thank you very much, Kurt. Thanks, it. And, Paul, over to you, mate. Do you want to say your goodbyes? Yeah, yeah, I would. Is there any other question? No. I think we're all blank there. I think it's... Uh, all right. Everyone's blank. <laughs> all right. Well, let's say goodbye to Chris. Chris Klo. I don't see you, but I know you're there. Mike C. Thanks again, Mike. Mike. Mike O. And then there's Elena back to uh, the wall. That's pretty nice <laughs> with the pillow. I'm Paul. very tired, Paul. What? Very tired on step four. <laughs> Oh, good, 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 good. That's fantastic, yeah. Paul, he's got a nice shirt on. All right, yeah. He's put, He's upping the game. All right, Paul, I'm going to bring out the heavy shirts. Yeah, yeah. We got Dennis. Dennis, have your son call me if he likes. If he doesn't, then, you know, whatever. Yeah. Vicky, nice to see you, Vicky. Rob? Thanks a lot for the share the other day. It's working for you, yeah? Fantastic. So freaking happy about it. All right, let me uh, go to the next one. We got Walter. Walter, nice to see you there. Mandeep, nice to see you, Mandeep. I don't know if this is your first time. Pleasure to have your company. We got Mika. Mika or Micah? Mika? Mika? Mm -hmm. Mika. Nice to see you, Mika. Yeah. We got Zoe. Zoe's doing well. I have a feeling she must have walked from the bed to the chair, so she's been healed. Roy. Roy Burr. Yes. Nice to see you, Roy. We got Jim and Trish. We got Jim. Trish is missing, but tell her we say hello, Jim. 
We got Helen. Helen, subdued. All's well. Yes, Helen. Yeah. We got Therese. Nice to see you, Therese. We got Kerry. Pleasure, Kerry. Uh, we got Andrew. Andrew from uh, Ontario, Peterborough. Woo! I miss Peterborough. G, G, my main man. Do that inventory, G. Mm -hmm. Please, yes. <laughs> Kurt, share it with your sponsor. Kurt. We got Dale. Steward. Steward Blow. Stay away from the blow, Steward. We're going to call you Steward Blown. Yeah, you're fucking blown out already. <laughs> yeah, just remember. We got Barbara and Roman. My favorite people in Germany, not that I know that many Germans, but you two are my favorites. They're doing some German exercising. We got Leah. Nice to meet you, Leah. That's the best way to receive the message, prone, laying down. It's a good way. Michael Stacy. Michael Stacy. Michael has, uh, has digested the message. That's good. He's now regurgitating it to others. Mickey, very nice to see you, Mickey. Keep holding the fort up. David, thanks again, David. David, we're going to do, uh, we'll talk to you afterwards or something, sooner or later. Okay. We got uh, Michelle. Nice to see you, Michelle. We got Beatrice. Beatrice, yes, is kicking some ass. I know that. Yeah. Rhea, nice to see you, Rhea. I think it's Rhea. Tofa, very nice again to see you, Tofa. We got Mark and other people that are not going to show their faces. Johans, just appeared again. Nice to see you, Johans. And everyone, thank you so much for having us. And uh, again, go to Zen Bitch Slap. There's lots of the talk. You know, all the links are there. They're all Pacific California time. And uh, join us if you like, okay? Thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, right, Mike. Mate. I'll give you a call. Say hello to Daz for me. Is Daz all right? He's David? fishing. He, he fell in the drink the other day, actually. So make sure you give him a bit of a rev about that. All right. I, don't worry. I got a skid already for him. Good. Yeah. All right. I'll see you. Bye. All right, man. See you, guys. Thank you guys. See you later, everyone. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Okay. See you next Thank you time. Paul.